What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sean McVay said, I, I got out coached. Jared Goff later said, you can put it on me. So they're, everyone's taking the blame here. The, the reality is the answer is it's, it's on everybody. I mean, this was a team win and a team loss for the Rams offense in particular. Big game for Wade that goes kind of forgotten. But... Um, one one or the other for you? I put more on Goff than I do McVeigh. Like, as the coach, you can only call so many plays when your quarterback has limitations. Now, I, I saw Jeff Schwartz tweeted this out. Like, part of a Super Bowl coach or any coach in a bye week situation, when you have extra time, you have to have curveballs. And it just felt they were kind of doing the same old shit. Yeah. But the one thing that makes the Rams unique is the guy that makes their offensive go in 2019, and this is not normal, is not the quarterback, it's the running back. And he's, again, nowhere to really be found, whether he's injured. I, clearly, he's not in trouble or anything. Like It's not like they're mad at him. He's just a shell of himself physically, or maybe he doesn't feel right. Like Because he busted a couple of plays. You're like, God, just leave him in there. But that that throws everything off, and I, and I just think it speaks to the, the hoodie's brilliance of mixing it up and – the one thing I thought watching Goff yesterday was, I remember Savage wrote in his book, like there was a famous game plan that Saban kind of early in their run, maybe there it was either Mettenberger or Ryan Mallett. One of those, it was like a big SEC game. And Saban noticed on film, I, I think it was Mallett, that one of the stiff, tall quarterbacks, when you got around his feet, it fucked him up. Like when you just got, not hit him, because Goff is not Didn't a Didn't he end up signing Mallett? Yeah, I think, he, I think, did he have both of them, actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Belichick did. Yeah. But Saban noticed that one of, well, you just got around his feet. Because if you hit oh, Goff, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking the, the, the next play, he's fine. But if you just get around his feet, it's it, like last night, you just notice. And I've noticed it like kind of late in the season. It just, he just doesn't, he's not comfortable. But you can hit him and it doesn't phase him. Like in, in the rushes coming at his face, he's good. But his feet, and it felt like they were diving at his feet a lot, and it was throwing him off because he was 
There was the one play that he incompleted. The ball wasn't even coming out of his hand, Crisp. Because he, you know how coaches, I mean, you're in these coaches' meetings when you're calling games, they're like, God, this guy can really spin it. Well, that means when it comes out of his fucking hand, it's spinning perfectly. Like Peyton Manning, I remember back when I first got a job at Fresno State, Doug Nesmeyer used to always say, Peyton Manning does not spin it very well. But that's not what he hangs his hat on. It's his accuracy. I wonder. Well, always been the ball rotated pretty tightly. Yesterday, it was like, God, he's not broke these things in. Well, you know what I wonder? And I, I wouldn't have thought this if Romo didn't say what he said on, on Tom Brady's interception. I wonder if it was a more of a mental, not mentally like he, he's the moment's too big, but just he's not trusting what he's seeing. Because Tom, I don't know, did you hear what Romo said on the interception that Brady threw? He goes, the reason that ball came out like that is because Brady realized at the last moment that he shouldn't throw it. And then they show a slow motion replay of Tom throwing it. And Tony was right. When you watch the replay in slow motion, for those of you... You're talking that, about the, the interception on the first drive of the game. Yes, yeah, which it almost was kind of to a tongue of Iloish. They made him think it was something that it wasn't. But Romo yeah. goes, the and reason... And the guy wasn't really open. It was just a, yeah. The reason the ball came out like that is because Tom realized he shouldn't throw it the last second. I was like, God, that's... An, from, from way up there, that's an interesting observation. First of all, Tony just knows what that's like. But then they show the slow motion replay. Everyone, I would encourage anyone listening to this to go back and watch the slow motion replay of Tom throwing the ball. And you can see his eyes, John. The second it's about to come out of his fingertips, his eyes get big. And like I think he it's knows t- screwed. He yeah. goes, I shouldn't throw this football. And he almost tried, you know. So maybe that's what was happening with Goff is that he just was getting confused on every play. This is where I'll go back to what you said a moment ago about them shutting off, about them staying in the huddle past 15 seconds and shutting off the communication. Like, there are two different ways to pitch. One way is to pitch to the hitter's weakness, and the other way is to pitch to your strength. And I just don't know if Goff is ready to pitch to the opponent's weakness. Like, you well, he can't, he can't need him at the line of scrimmage. You need to be able to talk to him when you're at the line of scrimmage. Like, you need that. Yeah. So, you're not re- are you really helping him by well, not letting him rule, get out of the huddle? You need him to be able to go to the line of scrimmage and do what's the best play. Right, right, right. So, because he's not ready for that, so what if Bill can talk to his defense? You need to talk to your guy as much as Bill needs to talk to his guy, if not more. Well, because Bill doesn't need that, right? right. Hightower and McCourty do not need that. Tom does not need that. Goff does. Goff really does. Because like, Wade didn't need that, right? He was doing – Romo nailed the one where he's like, you see that? They faked the blitz to get Aaron Donald the one-on-one situation. You could just tell Wade was playing chess because he's got a lot of guys – they don't need it. And most good teams don't need it. Like the headset can go off, Walsh versus Parcells, and they can operate. You know, the, the fucking thing can go off with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and they can figure it out. Goff can't. On top, he just has some physical limitations. You could also argue when Gurley's fucked up, their team is kind of limited. Their slot receiver tours ACL, who's who's Goff's right-hand guy, Cooper Cup. They don't really have a go-to tight end, so Goff doesn't really get any layup completions. Like, the one thing Edelman gives Brady is just a layup completion. And Gronk, who is as quick as he's been all season, gives him layup completions. Like, the, the Rams are... It's like they, they were they felt Houston Rockets ish. The three wasn't falling, but that's all they can do is three. Like they can just go play action deep. They, they don't yeah. really have that many other pitches right now. And he was <laughs> under. Uh, I love the old football. He was under duress. It felt like on every play action. Oh my god! Well, there was the one where you were almost like, see, they didn't even bite. 
because the safeties That's are right. like, do not buy. They're not going to run the ball. Well, and that was on short yardage. Anderson. That was on a, a third, like third and two. It was like a third and two, and yeah, they and they played flinch. the deep ball. Well, his thing was like they're they're playing the deep ball, like they're they're expecting the Rams to go play action, throw it down the field. If you are, you know, as we used to say in the radio business, a, a P one, a diehard football guy, that that was high level shit. I yeah. don't think there's any again. Like, no, you're right, and that's why I to, for Max me knows moving people around. For me, it was a little more about McVeigh than golf. Like, I know there were plays, the deep in what, cut. What could he have done though, guy? That's no, my no, thing. I, I don't know. I'm I, but my point is, I know there were plays that golf that golf didn't hit, but ultimately, I think Bill's the reason the Patriots won. So what I'm not saying anyone. I'm not saying anybody could have done any better than McVeigh. I'm not. I mean, golf is his quarterback. He's got to figure that out. Jared's in his third year. Tom's been to nine freaking Super Bowls. Like, it's just, even Romo was like, it's ridiculous. Who goes to nine Super Bowls as a player? That's insane. So, it's, well, it's about I, I Googled it this morning. Belichick, that was his 44th, excuse me, 42nd playoff game, including Super Bowls, as a Patriot head coach. Wow. Obviously, with the Giants. It's his 10th Super Bowl. Uh, you know how many, he won two Super Bowls there and went to playoffs every year, and he went to the playoffs one time with Cleveland. So the experience relative to Goff, who went to one bowl game at Cal, I think that team was seven and five. The other two teams were yeah. shitty. Yeah, uh, they went to the playoffs for the first time last year, and they were one and done. Like it, it's not even a comparison no. when you just look at the core of McCourty, Hightower, Edelman, Gronkowski, uh, you know Brady. McDaniel's Flores has been there forever. Belichick, the whole staff. It's just that. That's why you saw like the one guy that was kind of well, Wade. Like Wade gave a Super Bowl level performance, right? Like Wade was yeah. high level shit. They had wrinkles in there. They kind of made the Patriots uncomfortable. It was hard to gain. You're like Wade Phillips. That was high level. And I googled. Do you know what year Wade Phillips came in the NFL? 1976. You know he's. He's seen it all. He's done it all. Yeah. He, he just won a Super Bowl like three years ago. He was the guy that you're like, okay, that's his equal. You're right. So McVeigh was before he got to the Rams. How many playoffs did he ever go to in the once with the once with the Redskins? The, yeah, I was one of the same thing. I I don't know. Now here's what I'll say about both of them. Like Jared played a hell of a. My mic going out. Jared was really good two weeks ago. Your mic sounds good to me. Okay. Jared was really good against the Saints. I mean, he was good. He had a game-winning drive. He was good in the second half. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, I yeah, he, like, he he played high-level football. He doesn't to lack, game. like, in, intestinal fortitude. He couldn't get on the field in the first half, John. He was watching as much as that game you or me. Well, I, I'm watching Jared Goff. Again, my, my question moving forward with him, he aren't, like, toughness, I don't even think about. Like, he's fine. You know, he has that. It's just going to be... Can he have different pitches? Can he yeah. expand his game mentally? Which he should. He's, like you said, he's a third-year guy. Can he? Can they help him out with different scenarios? You know, his arm's good, not great. The one thing he's going to have to do, guy, is for him to be a great player, he's going to have to be elite accuracy. He's going to have to hang his hat on accuracy because it's not going to be, you know— Aaron Rodgers scrambling 70-yard bombs, right? It's not going to be Russell Wilson Houdini moves. It's not going to be – he's going to have to be closer to Tom Brady, just precise, just fucking precision. And that's – he wasn't close to that yesterday. Like, that's what he's going to hang his he, – he's really going to be a better version of, like, if he hits, 
and they're going to pay him eventually, whether it's probably not this offseason, maybe next one. You're going to think he's going to be a better version of like Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers type. Like that's more him than even Brady, who just still throws freaking lasers. <laughs> and the, how about his precision, right? On the one, again, football porn, like Gronk fake blocks, and then he just kind of goes out and Brady yeah. lays it up. The right. other one to Gronk to basically end the game down to the one yard line, just perfectly. You know, you know, the great thing about Brady is you'd say if he was a pitcher, he throws 95, right? 95 or 96, even at 41, which is incredible. But he has these off-speed pitches that are unhittable. So it's just – and when he's on, he's he's unbeatable because he's his wheel route is perfect. His down-the-seam loop pass between the safety and the dropping linebacker is perfect. And then when he has to throw a seed to Edelman with a guy draped on him, it's perfect. That's, that's why he's the – I mean – you tweeted this last night, like just because you're caught up into it. I don't think we all six rings guy, six yeah. championships. Speaking of uh high level shit, John, as you, as you said, oh. uh, ease ease is a supporter of the podcast and you've been a supporter of the podcast and a supporter of ease. As we found out last week, so we appreciate you guys doing that. If you haven't yet get in on it, ease.com. That's E A Z E is the best delivery platform to get the best legal, licensed, fully tested marijuana products delivered to you in California. Anyone 21 and over can get verified in just minutes. Here's a key, guy. If they're not in your county, they are coming. If you do not partake in, in cannabis and in CBD and edibles, whatever, tell your friends that do. Because whatever county they live in, if they're not already there, they are coming in the very near future. I was told last week they're supposed to be in Contra Costa County by the end of this week. Okay. They're obviously where you live in L.A. and Sacramento, places they're coming to the Valley. They're coming everywhere. Just go to EAZE.com for regular discounts and price drops, and you get $20 off your delivery first time with the promo code HAM, and the delivery guy is free over $50. So you make a purchase over $50, which is going to be easier to do. Get a free delivery. Ease also partners with a dispensary near you. So it's coming straight to you. You're supporting uh, local business. Football might be over, John, but Ease would be a great way to celebrate NBA All-Star Weekend, the All-Star event. <laughs> well, guys, I, I think it's a great way to celebrate every weekend until we get to the Hall of Fame or game, the which, weeks. you know, probably about seven months how away. About March, I how about March Madness? How about Thursday, Friday, March Madness? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Guy, how, how about just uh, this week? Yeah, you, you don't know, need a reason. You're just doing whatever. You don't need a reason. Go to Ease.com, E-A-Z-E.com. Use our promo code HAM. You get 20 bucks off your first order. And if your order is over $50, delivery is free. I like it. Are the Rams back next year? Uh, I think they're going to be really good. But the, it, here's the thing. like Their core is signed, right? Jared Goff. Cooper Cup's going to be back. Gurley's back. There were some rumors that Whitworth might retire. I think he ends up coming back. Aaron Donald under contract. So they, they have a core of five or six blue chip guys. And I'll, I'll consider Goff. I'm not, I know he's not quite blue chip, but I mean, he's fucking, he was the number one pick in the draft. They're in pretty good shape. Now, one thing they kind of hung their hat on was they were just really talented, right? Oh, Marcus Peters still under contract, but that's a fifth year option. So his contract goes, you know, super high. Joiner, free agent. Sue, free agent. Uh, Mark Davis, special. Uh, Roger Saffold, free agent. So they do have some key core guys that have helped them this year that aren't going to be back, you know? Are they going to franchise LaMarcus Joyner again? No. That Littleton guy, I had to yeah. Google him. 
I mean, I knew he was a starting middle linebacker, but I didn't know that much about him. Undrafted free agent. So what 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 happens when an undrafted free agent had a pretty good playoffs? You got to try to cash in, right? If you're a free agent, right? You know, eventually, I, I think the Broncos are somewhat of an example of that. Like three or four years ago, remember they won the Super Bowl and it was like, uh, Malik Jackson, Danny Trevathan. They're just you, you just got to kind of pick and choose. You're like, yeah, we're going to keep Emmanuel Sanders. We want to keep who's this the guy. White, but who's we the let white this guy? guy go. The defensive lineman. Uh, Malik. No. For the Broncos? Yeah. Well, they had they had DeMarcus Ware retired. Malik Jackson went to the Jags. They signed Derek Wolf and they kept Vaughn. Derek Wolf, thank you. That's what I was thinking of. So they kept him over Malik, but he was a little cheaper. Right. You just and remember Malik got stupid money and Danny Trevathan got stupid money and th- those guys are good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like someone's gonna pay Sue. Like what do you like I I'm not the biggest Sue guy. But you do see flashes, you know, when he tries, he's unstoppable. Well, it's also when he doesn't have to be, he's not your best player, right? That's that the helps part too. Of it. That helps too. I mean, would you imagine that someone gives Ndamukong Sue a multi-year contract this offseason? How old is there's he? A lot, there's yeah. a lot of money out there. Yeah, he's like I feel 30, like, yeah, yes, I do think so. You know, like three years, 40 million, all, you know, 30 guaranteed or something. He likes his money. I, well, he's, he's still boy, pretty he's, good. Guy. He's boys with Buffett. Well, there's just there's just not that many good players in the free agent market. You know, so why wouldn't you could argue why wouldn't the Niners pay him? You know, Raiders again. He he's you're right. You got to he's tough because I think a big reason he excelled this year is he is not. I mean, their best player by far plays right next to him. I would not have much interest in giving him thirty million guaranteed. Well, I, I, I might have just that might number might be really low, guy. Well, I'm just saying, like, would you? Would you? If I told you it cost thirty, if I told you it cost thirty five million dollars, I'm not to, a huge, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. Oh, uh, I'll give you another guy that's free agent. It's okay. uh, Dante Fowler Jr. that was kind of flying yeah, around. He played, he played really well. I thought Nadamikin, you Wade kept putting him out at defensive end, yeah. and on that, you kind of throw Patterson off on the just because he just even when he touches you, you kind of move. Yeah, you know, <laughs> God, he's strong. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.